BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to the first of a special abbreviated podcast series this week with my comments on the Democratic National Convention. Yes, it's here. It's already underway. And I got to say, it's off to a great start. I watched both hours of the convention's opening night on Monday, and I loved every minute of it. First, on a personal note, let me admit that I'm a convention junkie. As a kid in grade school, my dream was someday to attend a national political convention. And I finally got there, attended my first convention when I was working for presidential candidate Jerry Brown in New York City in 1976. And you know what? I've attended every single Democratic convention since then and all but two Republican conventions since then. But of course, not this year. Because of COVID-19, this is the most unconventional convention ever and totally different from anything that we've known. No crowds, no cheering, no booing, no balloon drops, no drama, no surprises, no endless speech making. Totally different. No booze, no parties, no lobbyists. So the Democratic Convention really had to think about it, reinvent the whole concept of a political convention. What a huge challenge. The first ever made-for-TV convention, the whole program had to be pre-packaged for television ahead of time and then crammed into two hours. Nobody's ever done that before. It was a huge test for the DNC. And I got to tell you, in terms of content and message and personalities and entertainment and overall programming, I think the DNC passed uh, that test with flying colors from Joe Biden's grandkids citing the Pledge of Allegiance to the mosaic of kids from all across the country singing the Star-Spangled Banner, you knew from the beginning we were in for a good show. On content, like a laser beam, speakers focused on the three most important issues facing their country today, systemic racial injustice, the deadly coronavirus pandemic, and the resulting economic crisis, with timely attention also paid to the big crisis facing the Postal Service today. On message throughout the evening, their message was solid and clear. On those issues, the pandemic, the economy, racism, and the post office, Donald Trump has totally screwed up. He's simply not up to the job of president, and we desperately need an experienced, competent new leader like Joe Biden <laughs> to put America back together again. And you know what? That message was delivered by a powerful array of speakers that really reflected the face of America today. More women than men, more people of color than white, more younger than older. And so many, this really impressed me, so many who are not famous at all. 
Just average working class Americans, farmers, nurses, teachers, parents, construction workers, telling us how badly they've fared under Donald Trump and how strongly they feel the need for change. I thought they were all outstanding. But among the speakers, my favorite moments were one, John Kasich. Yep, along with Meg Whitman, Christine Todd Whitman, and Susan Molinari, four leading lifelong Republicans who dared put what's best for the country ahead of what's best for their political party. That took a lot of guts. And what a contrast to those chicken shit people like Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and those cowardly Republicans in Congress. Shame on them. Two, Bernie Sanders. You know, I'm a Bernie bro from way back. And with a blunt message to his supporters, Bernie last night said, look, Joe Biden's not perfect, but he's already adopted many of the progressive ideas that I've put forward, and he's open to a whole lot more. So stop this stupid whining about Biden not being far enough left. Recognize the danger to our democracy and the world from Donald Trump and get with the program. You know what? After that, any so-called progressive who doesn't join Bernie in supporting Joe Biden and Kamala Harris enthusiastically is just an idiot. Three, Kristen Urgiza. You know, that young woman from Arizona who lamented the death of her father from the coronavirus pandemic and directly blamed Donald Trump for it. Yep, sadly, he believed Trump when he said it was all a hoax, she recalled, and her father paid for that with his life. I don't know about you, she brought me to tears thinking of her father and thinking of all those countless other Americans who needlessly and cruelly suffered the same fate. Four, and of course, the highlight of the evening, Michelle Obama. Wow. For four years, she's been holding back. But last night, man, she really let loose. In certainly the most powerful political speech of any first lady ever, and I think one of the most powerful, effective political speeches of all time. And the fact that she pulled it off in front of a camera with no live audience to pump her up made it all the more amazing. Michelle was devastating in her indictment of Donald Trump. Let me be honest and clear as I possibly can, she said. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. He's had four years to prove he could do the job, she pointed out, but he clearly cannot. Quote, he's clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. Wow. And Michelle was equally passionate in endorsing Joe Biden. I know Joe, she said. He knows what it takes to rescue an economy, beat back a pandemic, and lead our country. And I thought it was great that Michelle wisely advised that we not only need to beat Donald Trump, we need to beat him by such a huge margin that there's no doubt about the election, and so that he and his brand of Trumpism will be destroyed forever. So overall, what a great opening night for the Democratic National Convention. We saw a Democratic Party that is strong, united, organized, energetic, creative, and determined to win. And man, I can't wait till tonight's big show with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Jill Biden, 
and Bill Clinton. Hey, so uh, let's come back tomorrow and I'll give you my thoughts on night number two of the Democratic National Convention.